Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show. It's a nutritious smoothie of creamy, fresh yogurt, vanilla, protein powder, and a mushy banana for your mind. Drink it all down. It's nummy. I want vanilla. I want want vanilla. Here comes Eric Metaxas. Hey, folks. Welcome to the program. Today is Monday, January 22nd. I'm in Danbury, Connecticut, uh, hanging out in the snow uh, with my mom. Most of you know, uh, we buried my dad um, a week ago tomorrow. Uh, It's a strange transition time uh, for us. Many of you have sent the kindest notes, and and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your prayers uh, for my mom and our family. It's a it's a challenge, but the Lord is with us in the challenge. Uh, it's the only way to fly. Um, you know, uh, Chris Himes, I got to tell you, there's a few things I want to talk about. First of all, I want to say that uh, the Iowa, I'm sorry, the New Hampshire, New Hampshire primary New is Hampshire. tomorrow. And we're going to talk in a few minutes to our friend Kevin McCullough, Votes Tradamas. Votes Tradamas. Uh, and we're going to talk to Kevin McCullough about. The, the the New Hampshire primary and DeSantis dropping out and all that kind of stuff. You know, uh, Eric, uh, I don't know if you, you will remember the movie Ghostbusters that starts with the ESP test where Bill Murray is testing these college students' abilities to foretell uh, the future or pick out, um, you know, mind read, basically. I think we should test Kevin when he comes on. Okay, consider it done. Um, I was going to say that, so we got Kevin McCullough coming up. After him, folks... Hold on to your hat. Um, Our friend Kelly Walker, we had him on this program before. He is an American hero. He's a hero. It's an amazing story. Uh, If you didn't hear him the last time, we get some updates. Absolutely amazing. Uh, He is in the battle uh, for our freedoms. Uh, He is a mild-mannered advocate for parents, father of five, just a good man. And he has been viciously, viciously persecuted by our government. It is so sick. But uh, when you get guys like that out there fighting, it gives you hope. So that's after Kevin McCullough votes Stradamus. So uh, a few things, uh, uh, Chris, I just got to mention. Um, yes, a lot going on. We, we got a lot going on. Where do we start? Uh, I want to talk about Russell Brand. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Socrates Plus. I want to talk. First thing I want to say, Letter to the American Church, the film, Letter to the American Church. And it comes out officially February 8th. If you're signed up uh, at ericmetaxas.com for my email updates, I can tell you how to watch the film. But, but if a church wants to do a screening, a free screening, folks, did you hear that? A free screening. You go to letter to the American church.com letter to the American church.com. And you can sign up for your church. This is only for churches to do a free screening of letter to the American church, the documentary film. Uh, the film is extraordinary. 
Um, and it is a call to action. Uh, and we all need to get in this fight by the grace of God. Uh, uh, your church will do a free screening. And I want to say, if your church wouldn't do a free screening, I guess I want to ask you, why would you not be, why would you be going to that church? We're at a time now where you got to kind of, you got to choose, you got to, you got to figure this out. Uh, And I want to challenge you. If you're going to a church that would not do a free screening of this film free, I don't make a a dime. These are free screenings, right? Uh, It's to get the word out. Uh, and I, I just want to challenge you. Maybe this is the test. People say, I don't know if I should go to my church. Well, okay. How, how about, you know, we're offering a free screening. Will they do a free screening, uh, of the film or is it too political for them? Well, you know, I, I think anybody who's read my book letter to the American church would say that it's not political. It's not, it just read it. Tell me, is it biblical or not? If it's not biblical, you know, that's a problem that that's, that's to me, the issue. Is it biblical? Um, okay. So, Go to lettertotheamericanchurch.com, and you can see where you can do free church, church screenings. Uh, I want to talk about Russell Brand. Um, but, you know, Chris, uh, before I even get to Russell Brand, his comments uh, yeah. on, on uh, Twitter yesterday, um, which was it was beautiful. But I, I, Yeah, I, did, I saw your post, but I didn't hear his uh, comments. What did he yeah. say? Well, we, maybe we can play it or whatever. But I, before yeah. we get to that, I, I just want to say my brother called me up. Because, you know, obviously we're in touch like crazy because of my dad's passing and, and you know, all kinds of things that have to be done. And my brother said to me uh, the day before yesterday that he'd gotten the death certificate mailed to him. And he said on it, it says cause of death, COVID pneumonia. Now, this is classic. My father's 96 and a half. He had congestive heart failure and other issues. But what do they put down for cause of death? Congestive heart failure? No. COVID pneumonia. That, that, that's not even true. As far as I could tell, um, you know, they just, it's kind of like you get in a motorcycle accident, you die, but you had COVID. Yeah. They say cause of death, COVID. He no, had COVID. definitely COVID. We couldn't find uh, his left leg, but it was COVID. But it was COVID because the COVID kind of got him. He was a little fogged up mentally. And so he crashed the bike. So COVID was the cause of death. It's it just so preposterous to me that uh, that this is this is where we are now, folks. You've got to you've got to push back against these narratives about the nonsense as though my father was killed by COVID. Uh, it's just it's just it's just unbelievable. It's like if you catch a cold. And it sends you to the hospital and this goes wrong and that goes wrong. And they say, well, he de- his death, the common cold caused his death. Uh, no, I, I don't I don't think so. Uh, in any event, I just had to mention that. I just when I when my brother told me, I thought this is just amazing. Absolutely amazing. The um, shopkeeper who was robbed at gunpoint and shot in the back 20 times died of covid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If he hadn't had covid that the robbery would have never happened. Um, OK, so I, I want to mention. um Russell Brand uh, yesterday, but um, actually, before I talk about that, I, I, I want to remind folks as well, um, this is this is a big deal. Some of you know about this. We've launched Socrates Plus, just launched it, launched it a few days ago, uh, SocratesInTheCityPlus.com. It is a digital streaming platform. So I think it's, you know, kind of like the Daily Wire for culture or faith, or I don't know, it's, you, you have to figure out uh, you know, the life of the mind, because uh, Socrates said the unexamined life is not worth living. But there's going to be a smorgasbord of stuff available. There's actually right now a bunch of stuff 
available there. Um, the we have coming up. Uh, I am right now reading uh, Mark Kelprin's latest novel, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot possibly rave enough about the genius of the novelist Mark Helprin. I had him at Socrates in the City, I don't know, eight, seven, eight years ago. There is no doubt in my mind that he is the greatest living writer in the world today, Mark Helprin. And we're going to have him at Socrates in the City in Charleston, South Carolina, April 5th, I guess. Uh, so if you want to get to Charleston... Uh, but the reason I'm bringing this up is that you can watch it live. You can live stream it only if you're a member of Socrates Plus. It's, so it's five bucks a month. If you sign up for Socrates Plus, you get all of the Socrates events live streamed for free. So uh, in the past, you'd have to pay. We're not doing it anymore. You won't be able to pay. If you say, you know what, I'm just going to pay, you won't be able to. So I want to be clear that... All the Socrates events we're going to be doing, uh, we're doing one uh, in a couple of weeks. Holy cow, in Seattle, that's going to be live streamed. You're not going to be able to, uh, it's with the Discovery Institute, John West, Discovery Institute, uh, talking about C.S. Lewis and science. And you will not be able to live stream it around the country, around the world, unless you're a member of Socrates Plus. So it's obviously very cheap to be a member of Socrates Plus, it's five bucks, but um, if you're not a member and you say, oh, I'd like to live stream this, how much? You can't do it. So Socrates Plus, you have to sign up, and we want you to sign up. Yeah. Socrates $5 is, is nuts. Com. You compare it to other you know, streaming platforms, $5 a day is roughly the amount of my children uh, squirrel out of my wallet. <laughs> on a daily yeah, this basis. is per month, folks, per well, month. I'm just saying we need to be stopped. Month, right. We need to put a stop to it. Well, okay, so Socrates in the City Plus dot com but uh there's a lot of stuff you're not going to be able to do uh if you're not a member so this is uh, we're trying to push you to go to socrates and city plus.com for the whole year it's 50 bucks so it's two months free we'll be right back for more than 10 years patriot mobile has been america's only christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their values and their exceptional service they're an example of putting the cause ahead of profits and it's why i am proud to partner with them starting today patriot mobile is extending their black friday deal to the every friday matters deal and you can get a free smartphone when you switch today patriot mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage giving you access to all three major networks which means you get the same coverage you been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, our veterans and first responders, and more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your existing phone, or for a limited time, get a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash metaxas or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, get a free smartphone with promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Metaxas or call 972-PATRIOT. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com 
and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com check it out hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back. In a moment, Votstradamus. Votstradamus. Is approaching Votstradamus. Kevin McCullough is his real name, but most of the world now knows him as Votstradamus. He's very frightening. Uh, he's like, the, you know what? We need to come up with a theme song, like a little, like a gong, maybe some Tibetan, you know, noise, a didgeridoo, something. He's like something the Delphic Oracle. Mystical. mystical. Uh, he's, anyway, Votstradamus is coming up to talk about the election, to talk about DeSantis uh, leaving the race, to talk about bird brain. I'm sorry. I meant Nikki Haley. Gosh, it happens every stinking time. Why do they do that? Bird brain. Uh, so we have Votstradamus coming up in a second. Um, and after that, uh, in hour two, we got more Votstradamus. And then we've got a really special guest, Kelly Walker. Big deal. Big deal. Great day. Great day. And lots of great stuff coming up this week. Uh uh, James Lindsay. Oh, my gosh. James Lindsay is the greatest. Uh, he's in the film Letter to the American Church. Uh, Larry Taunton coming up. He's been at Davos. Ugh. But um, anyway, yesterday I was thrilled to see um, Russell Brand, the comedian actor um, on Twitter, say some stuff about God, about Christianity. I want to see if we can let's play that clip. The reason I wear a cross is because Christianity and in particular the figure of Christ are, it seems to me, inevitably becoming more important as I become more familiar with suffering, purpose, self and not self. Reading the Bible a lot more and as I've told you before, I'm reading Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Life. When I grew up, Christianity seemed like it was either really irrelevant and old-fashioned and sort of dusty and sort of incense and sort of, or they tried to modernise it and it seems just like, 
right, okay, we're going to talk about Jesus. And, like, both of those routes seem like, well, I don't know if there's anything for me. And I suppose it takes a certain amount of adulthood, and it might be different for all of us. For me, it seems that it's taken quite a lot to recognise that you need, I need, a personal relationship with God. It occurred to me that... If instead of always talking to myself inwardly, I could replace one of those voices with an indwelling God. It says in Galatians, it is our job to die so that as Christ died on the cross, he might be reborn in us. I'm very interested to hear what you think, because for me, my heart is open. Okay, that's a big deal, folks. Russell Brand, uh, if you're familiar with him, you don't think of him as somebody uh, who's reading Galatians. So I got to tell you, this is a big deal. And I have said uh, for the last couple of years that the revelation of evil in our midst is driving a lot of people toward God. It seems obvious, so whether it's Naomi Wolf or, or Russell Brand or Tucker Carlson or Jordan Peterson, more and more and more, you're seeing people who would have been considered you know, more mainstream figures. They wouldn't talk about this kind of thing. They're talking about this kind of thing because when you see evil, you realize, I think maybe there's only one answer. Maybe that's God. Who is God? So it's amazing to me that Russell Brand um, is uh, reading Galatians. Uh, it's even more amazing to me that he's reading Rick Warren uh, because I no longer would recommend Rick Warren. I do recommend Galatians, however. Um, but I say though just, that book, that book, Purpose Driven Life, is is not a is not a bad book. I think that's a that's no, 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 no. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to suggest no. it's a bad book. It sold way more than my Bonhoeffer book, like way more, like thirty times more. But uh, I want to get a copy of my Bonhoeffer book to Russell Brand. I don't know how to reach him. I would love to get him on this program. Uh, if yeah, we're actually working on it. We're actually working yeah. on it. Kelly Walker actually has a connection to him, and and one of our Booker friends also, I think, knows him. Kelly Walker, who we're having on this program today. That's right. He well, he knows a famous actor who knows him. Okay. Well, I know famous actors who don't know him. So um, I love the fact Russell Brand just cracks him with the way he talks. I just love listening to him talk. Yeah. When when he, when he said he said, um, oh, "I'm thinking about suffering and about self and not self." about self and not self like what that that reminds me of uh maybe you remember in uh best in show the christopher guest mockumentary yeah, yeah where, sure uh i'm trying to think jennifer coolidge said she's there with this really old man who's her husband and he, she says we have so much in common and we, like soup we both like soup uh we both like talking and not talking and we could just talk or not talk all day. Anyway, um, but Russell Brand, the fact that he is, you know, reading Galatians, the fact that he's talking about this stuff, I was just so moved. I said, this is a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing, because he's obviously earnest. And I I love his putting together, I mean, when, when he says that, you know, he obviously grew up in the Church of England. And he, so he's making fun of this, you know, Anno Domine, he's like, it's like, if you're not really plugged into that, it just seems like religious hocus pocus. Not that it is, but that you could see as a kid or it seems irrelevant to you. And then they kind of tack wildly. It's kind of like the American youth groups, you know, like we're going to we're going to goof around and have fun and do icebreakers and get to know you. And but we're not, not going to we're not going to deliver the goods of the gospel. And we're just going to kind of have fun because we don't want to. Anyway, I, I'm, that's a that's a mischaracterization of many youth groups, but it's just kind of funny how he talks about that. 
and how now he's on this path. So uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. And we're going to try to get him on this program to talk about it because he's just somebody I think would be fun to talk to. Yeah. He's just fun to listen to in general, as you alluded to, I, I feel, I feel like he would use the word Nick, you know, like I'm going to Nick a bank, you know, like he might, you know, he's got kind of that. Yes, exactly. You know, sort of that, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's sort of funny because I watched that clip first thing in the morning. Um, Suzanne and I were on the phone and, and, and cause she's in New York and I'm up here in Connecticut. And, uh, uh, we said, why don't we read, like, let's read a book of the Bible today, uh, you know, a, a short one, something from the New Testament, perhaps. So we, so I said, because Russell Brand uh, mentioned Galatians, I said, let's read, let's read Galatians. So I read Galatians yesterday, and uh, I read the whole thing in Russell Brand's voice in my head, uh, which was very disturbing. But um, I, that's not really true, but his voice did pop into my head now and again. But as I was reading Galatians, it's kind of funny how when you read scripture, new things will come out of you that you hadn't seen before. Um, and it was interesting as you're reading Galatians, obviously written by Paul to the church uh, in, in Galatia. He, he, he says, for you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. Now, that's, of course, Jesus's idea. But I thought to myself, when when we're commanded to love our neighbors as ourselves, and then later in Galatians chapter six, it says, so then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone. And then it says, and, you know, all the more those within the church, but everyone, what that means to love your neighbor as yourself, to do good to everyone as we have opportunity means being involved politically, culturally. It means doing those things that we're able to do to bless others. So when people act as though the only thing I could ever do is evangelism, I think, no, even Paul here in Galatians is saying, let us do good uh, to everyone. Love your neighbor as yourself. There are all kinds of things that we can do. So when we get involved politically, when we get involved in standing up for right, what is right and true and good, when we get involved in, in standing against corruption and for justice, we're doing what the scripture commands us to do. That's just one example, two examples from Galatians, of of how biblically we are obliged, if if we want to obey God, to to get involved and to do good unto others, which often means advocating uh, in the public sphere, whether in a local municipality or nationally, uh, often politically. But where did we get the idea that churches aren't supposed to be political? That we're not. So it, it is absolutely antithetical to what the scripture says. And just reading Galatians yesterday, I thought, here it is, right? You know, love your neighbor. Who is my neighbor? Who's your neighbor, folks? You know, the people living in the inner city that are being crushed uh, by corrupt um, democratic politicians. Are they your neighbor? Yeah, they're your neighbor. And if you don't stand up uh, and and try to get rid of those corrupt politicians or the rhino politicians. Uh, you're, you're, you know, if you have an opportunity. So we're not all supposed to do the same thing, but I just want to say that uh, it's there in Galatians. It's all through the scripture. Um, before we go to the break, before actually we go to our friend, Votstradamus, to talk about the New Hampshire primary, um, I really uh, want to remind you folks uh, of two things. First of all, uh, letter to the American church.com free church screenings. I can't say it enough free, absolutely free. We want to get the word out. Um, so go to letter to the American church.com sign up for free church screenings. I also want to say, 
everything we're going to be doing through Socrates will only be available if you're signed up uh, at SocratesInTheCityPlus.com. So go to SocratesPlus, um, SocratesInTheCityPlus.com, sign up. It's $50 a year, $5 a month, two months free if you sign up for the year. But all kinds of stuff. Mark Helprin, uh, all of our Socrates events coming up, all the live streaming. We've already done a ton of Socrates in the studios. That is now up. Uh, just great stuff. So SocratesInTheCityPlus.com. When we come back, Boats Tradamas. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question just the other night. I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Hey, this is Eric Metaxas. For years, I've told you about Nutramedics, a professional supplement brand trusted by doctors since 1993. Nutramedics offers a variety of health bundles. Whether you want to support your immune system, improve your sleep, promote joint comfort or detoxification support, Nutramedics has a health bundle right for you. The best part about Nutramedics, every year they donate a minimum of 50% of their profits to Christian charities and missions. That's right, 50% of their profits. Nutramedics has a goal of surpassing 100 million in giving, by 2030. Many of you take supplements already. Switch to Nutramedics. It's the highest quality and they donate 50% of their profits. Get 15% off by using the code ERIC during checkout. Go to Nutramedics.com and search health bundles. Support your health while helping others in need. Go to Nutramedics. That's N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Again, Nutramedics, N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Ladies and gentlemen, I say a lot of things. I make a lot of promises. For example, I promised that Votstradamus would be my guest. That'd be like getting Sasquatch or Santa Claus. Is that, is that going to happen? Well, today it has happened. Votstradamus, a.k.a. Kevin McCullough of that Kevin show. Welcome to this program. Am I the Sasquatch or Santa Claus? That's what I want to know. You're you're both of them combined. <laughs> uh, no, listen, you... Um, in case people are, you know, new to the program, Chris Himes dubbed you Votstradamus like years ago yeah. because you're a brilliant political prognosticator. I don't you, know about that, but he's the one who dubbed me that. Yes, I do. I do know about that. And you, you sort of see the future um, because you look at the facts and you have the ability to analyze things. And uh, so today, Monday, is a very big day because tomorrow is the New Hampshire primary Huge news yesterday, DeSantis pulled out of the race, and I was thrilled. 
not just that he pulled out of the race because I didn't think he should have ever been in the race, but at the way he put his support behind Donald Trump and the way Donald Trump very graciously uh, acknowledged um, DeSantis, said he officially is retiring the Ron DeSanctimonious thing that he used to say uh, in the same way that he retired the lying Ted, Ted Cruz. It's, it's just so nutty. But uh, I thought it was a good day for America that uh, Ron DeSantis get out of the race and put his support behind Trump and that Trump was so gracious uh, in ref- referencing it. No, I think you've got a couple of really good positives from that. And one is that um, DeSantis was in New Hampshire kind of playing a little bit of uh, and not not I, I look, I think Trump's going to win fairly significantly tomorrow night. But if you're in New Hampshire, you got to go out and vote to make that happen. Uh, but I think that as long as Ron was in there, it gave Nikki a little bit of hope because DeSantis definitively drew voters away from Trump and not Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley's uh, support right now is about three because there's no party requirement for the New Hampshire primary. You just have to declare you're an un, um, unaffiliated voter and you can vote. But her her voters right now, about three fourths of them are de- independents and Democrats. So, you know, you're talking about maybe 25 percent of the general electorate that at most is going to be a Nikki Haley Republican vote. Um, and the president's doing very well. When when Ramaswamy dropped out, he boosted two to three points in New Hampshire when Ron DeSantis dropped out yesterday. I expect that number to go up. I don't know that they're going to do another poll between now and tomorrow uh, and publish it, but I bet his number is about three to 5% more than it was going into it. So if she was at best in the CNN poll at one point, seven points behind, she's a legitimate 12 points behind now. If she was at, at best, like most of the other polls had her at 15 to 16 points behind, then she's, she's closer to 20 points behind now. And that's how it should be. Um, this this race is a referendum on the Biden administration and what you have now versus who the many of us would say legitimate incumbent was in 2020, the Donald Trump administration and what you had under him. And I think that uh, you've got lots of demographics that are waking up and saying, yeah, it was definitely better before and we're going for him. So the quicker we can get this primary kind of dealt with and out of the way, the more that opens up the avenue to just focus both barrels at the problems of the Biden administration and with messaging, go out and talk to people about what they're really experiencing and remind them of the fact that under Donald Trump, you had a a problem solver solution provider that you have not had these last three years. I'm sorry, what? Just kidding. Um, Everything you said was, uh, I I, I wanted to make sure that I understand you actually. In the beginning, you were saying some stuff. I don't know that I was tracking. You said that you believe Ron DeSantis uh, by pulling out of the race or in the. the By staying in the race in New Hampshire, he was helping Nikki Haley by pulling out. He's he's helping Trump because his votes pulled from Trump's voters, his Trump's and his voters and Trump's voters were more alike than his voters and Haley's voters. So as long as he stayed in, he was drawing down from Trump's total in New Hampshire. Let me give you the proverbial pushback on that. Let me ask you. I think there are a lot of people, uh, sort of Republicans, who are never Trumpers or they just don't like Trump. I believe that a lot of them who maybe were giving their vote to 
DeSantis would now give their vote to Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley had pretty much taken that crowd prior to Iowa, which was kind of this is one of the things that DeSantis ran into like a buzzsaw. He thought he was going to get the middle of the road moderate Republicans that that would have voted for Trump policies but didn't like Trump the person. So the never Trumper type of people, he he thought he could bring them into the the game plan. Nikki Haley had taken them all out of the room for him. So he was out of money. He didn't have donors. His policies as governor much more reflect Trump's policies as president. They're more alike philosophically in terms of governance. And so people that were liking Ron DeSantis in, in large measure were liking him because he was Trump light. He was he was Trump policy without the personality. And all of the people that would have been the, the traditional never Trump, like we're going to die before we let this uh, populist overtake this globalist, uh, you know, empire that we've built. Those people have firmly put their support behind Nikki Haley. And that's why that's why DeSantis endorsed Trump yesterday. There you was know what? No, it's so he wild. Could, he couldn't in good conscience let people think that Nikki Haley right. was going to be Donald Trump. Right. And I didn't know this, but Nikki Haley, that's not her real name. Her real name, turns out, this is weird, is Vivek Ramaswamy. It is so <laughs> bizarre. We'll be right back. We're talking to Kevin McCullough, a.k.a. Votes Tradamus. It's time to come blow your horn. Make like the Mr. Mumbles and you're a zero. Make like the Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code ERIC and you get free shipping for the entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb. Dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more to get the best specials ever. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Again, MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Remember, you get free shipping on your entire order. You can call 800-978-3057. 800-978-3057. Use promo code ERIC. Welcome back, folks. I am in New England, in Danbury, Connecticut, uh, and um, talking to Kevin McCullough, who's in New York. I'll be in New York later today, Kevin, but I got to tell you, the idea that New Hampshire in New England, um, you know, has the first primary primary um, in the nation, it's always been considered very important. Um, what do you think the best Nikki Haley could do tomorrow? Because again, we have Vivek is out. He supports Trump. Uh, DeSantis yesterday is out, put his weight behind Trump. God bless Ron DeSantis for doing that. God bless him. Um, uh, what do you think, you know, because your votes, Dradamus, we, we want to know what, what do you think it will be 
uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday, when we find out the final results, we hope it's Wednesday, but what do you, what do you suspect? A couple of things about that. And you said those guys did the right thing by getting behind Trump. I think that Trump's also demonstrated after Iowa and even yesterday, uh, I think Trump is more reconciliatory in his tone than I've ever, I've ever seen him. Uh, and I've only seen him in a few election cycles, but he is being super gracious to these people that have sucked up all the oxygen uh, from the media for these number of months that the campaign has been underway. Um, and I think that he's earning allies by doing that. I think that by being gracious to DeSantis and Ramaswamy, you're endearing Ramaswamy's young TikTok voters. You're in, you're endearing Ron DeSantis's people that may have been iffy on Trump but liked his policy. You're you're pulling people to you. You're building your coalition. That's what the president needs to be doing right now. In terms of how close it is tomorrow, before DeSantis got out, I was concerned that it was going if if they had a low turnout but an energized um kind of base of people that weren't voting typical Republicans. So you have a lot of independents and Democrats come out. I was kind of concerned that Nikki was going to make it close. I now think that Trump is going to be somewhere in the 55 to 60 percent range. And people need to remember that Joe Biden was kind of arm wrestled into not putting his name on the ballot in New Hampshire. So the only Democrats that are there are is the congressman, Dean Phillips and Marion Ann Williamson, and everybody else is going to have to write Biden in. It's possible tomorrow, Eric, that Donald Trump could get 60 to 65 percent at minimum 50, 55 percent, somewhere in that range. And and Joe Biden doesn't come out with a clear majority of the Democratic votes, uh, or at least if he does, it wouldn't be by the overwhelming majority that he would if he was on the actual ballot. People are going to have to physically write his name. Um, and I think that's a storyline. If Trump gets 60 percent and Biden gets 45 or 48 or, you know, something like that, th- there's there's all of a sudden a narrative that you've played into if you're Joe Biden that you 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 didn't do this because you were trying to make peace within your party somewhere and you didn't want to make one state upset with you about being on the ballot in another state and lo and behold it may end up giving Trump a a week long worth of of narrative to say hey I blew Biden out of the water in New Hampshire um and that could be a really good thing well I'm I'm confused because I'm ignorant enough I'm pr- and, and I'm happy to confess my ignorance you know I thought of this as uh, the GOP primary. I'm not thinking about both primaries are underway tomorrow. Right. But my question is between Trump and Nikki Haley. Haley. Wh- what do you think? Uh, I think I think he gets 55, 60 percent of the vote and she's going to have 25 to 30 yeah. percent. It's not going to be it's going to be a similar drubbing, especially with with DeSantis and Ramaswamy out of the race. You it's keep saying going- Ramaswamy. It's not Ramaswamy. I I I like a schmear on my bagel. I don't know. Um, I I think it's going to be. I bet you've never gotten a bagel with a schmear. Have you ever seen any? But people like to say that. Do you know what a bagel with a schmear is? I've only yeah. seen it once in my life in the uh, in the early '80s in New York. What's a bagel yeah. with a schmear? Come on. It's the 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 stuff that they put across it. Right, but I've only seen it once. I've heard people say bagel with a schmear, and I want. I just want to be clear. This is right. more important than Nikki Hale. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. A bagel with a schmear is you take a bagel, you don't slice it. It's just the bagel. You don't slice the bagel. It's just the bagel, the unsliced bagel, and you schmear. That's kind of the Yiddishism for smear. Right. You schmear the uh, 
the cream cheese on top of the bagel, not in between the slices because you don't slice it. So it's a whole bagel with a schmear on top. I've only seen that once in my life. Okay. <laughs> Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. I'm, I'm not a culinary Vostradamus. Vostradamus doesn't know about this stuff. See, yeah. there's stuff Vostradamus doesn't know. You know a lot of stuff, but you don't know about this. Um, <laughs> okay, so Ramaswamy or Ramaswamy or uh, whatever, uh, he is fully behind Trump. He's an energetic guy. Yep. Ron DeSantis uh, and, and Nikki Haley, you know, they don't bring the fire. Uh, now, of course, uh, Ron DeSantis is is out, but it's it's hard to see people getting excited uh, about, you know, you can get excited about Vivek because he's exciting. Uh, Trump is exciting. I'm, I'm just fascinated how the ultimate in non-exciting is Joe Biden. But there are people who vote that way. I just want to be clear. It's so strange. But. There are people that just vote for the safe candidate, the semi-dead candidate. Um, Nikki Haley's vote is like a protest vote. What are people voting for with Nikki Haley? Uh, globalism, corporatism, all the stuff the old establishment tell, was in tell favor your of. Soulism. Uh, they're not – her focus is not where the, the base of the party is now. I mean, Trump changed – the landscape of what Republicans care about. He and he, uh, KT McFarland, my friend, was just telling me just before I was speaking with you today that he gave an interview in 2015 in the first uh, cycle to a very small outlet, and she had just run across this interview. And it was interesting because he was asked, "How will the Republican Party change if you become president?" He goes, "We're done with the country club. We're back to the working men and women." And when you think about where the focus of the Republican Party has gone. That is exactly it. There is a rebellion against the country club status of the Republican Party. And it is all about church going, tax paying, hardworking people that want their country back. And that's he's transformed the Republican Party in ways that, you know, nobody before him in the modern era had. Reagan came closest, but certainly not McCain, Romney, uh, Bob Dole, any, any of the guys that were the standard bearers. McCain. It's it's fascinating because people talk about the Reagan revolution, but in some ways, the Reagan revolution is nothing compared to the Trump revolution. I mean, the Reagan revolution, as wonderful as it was, uh, it was uh, economically it launched 25 years of prosperity, which we've we've still not seen that from anywhere else. So I will say that there's some truth to that. But if you had if you had not had a Biden presidency following the first four years of Trump, I think we would have gotten to something similar with the Trump economy as well. Well, right. But 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 in a sense, oh, we're out of time. We'll be right back with Votes Trudamas. Welcome back. We're talking, as you may have heard, to Votes Trudamas. Yes, folks, I got Votes Trudamas. On my program, but you didn't explain why I was vote Stradamus. You, you told I, me at the beginning I I that did. I was, but you didn't explain why this week I, I absolutely was. Oh, you know what? Thank you. Please tell my audience so why you people that were listening to your show about about six to eight weeks ago. Yeah, um, you you featured my uh, column from Town Hall where I said, "Here's what's going to happen: Trump's going to win the first four states, Iowa, New Hampshire." Nevada, South Carolina, and somewhere along those lines, DeSantis is going to drop out. Haley's going to be the one left standing, and he's going to go on and, and, and win the nomination, beating her in her own home state of South Carolina, which she was running third in, 
before DeSantis ran out of uh, gas yesterday. Now she's back into second. But, I mean, she's a distant second in a state where she was a very popular two-term governor. So that te- that tells you Trump's strength, especially in the South right now. Uh, South Carolina is Trump country, and it's going to be a big win for him in the next round. But that's why I was vote Stradamus this week, because I said Ron's going to be the first one to drop out. Haley will be the one that's still in the race. Um. Yes, and that is why you are still both Stradamus. There is none other. <laughs> it was uh, good to get a win. Like after 2020, I, my my confidence was shaken pretty badly. Kevin, I keep having this semi-conversation with you. You <laughs> keep saying that you didn't get it right in 2020. The election, in case you're not tracking here, it was <laughs> stolen. There was no way to get anything right when the Democrats are in full-on corrupt steal-the-election mode that's true and and this gets back to what we were talking about a moment ago because i want to ask you what's uh what lies ahead uh in these primaries and so on and so forth but before we get to that a moment ago we talked about the reagan revolution what we have with trump is the possibility of a bigger revolution because things were so wicked i mean when you think about how bad things were with jimmy carter okay that is nothing jimmy carter his term looks like eisenhower compared to the evil, the corruption, the Marxist, uh, anti-American demagoguery, authoritarianism of the Biden slash Obama slash Satan administration, it's woken up people in this country who never would have woken up, who didn't care when you're talking about tax rates or whatever, that they're just living their lives. This has woken people up, and and I really think that Trump has an ability uh, has has a is going to have a mandate to drain the swamp to do stuff we've not seen in our lifetimes, uh, major major stuff, and and that's what gets me excited because we've seen how. Well, deep one way that you're absolutely true is his impact on the judiciary was much bigger than Reagan's. Reagan got a couple of Supreme Court nominees. Sandra Day O'Connor, thanks a lot, Ronald. But, but but Trump not only got three. He changed the entire circuit and and appeals court process as well, because he got about 300 of those guys uh, put on the bench. Yeah, well, um, this is not to denigrate Reagan, who's an incredible hero, but it's fascinating because the moment in which we find ourselves right now, um, it it is just so many people have have woken up uh, to where we are and have understood we're in a war with, you know, it's not with the Soviet Union. It's with that communism come to our own shores. It is with globalism. It is with um, a China that wants to crush us. Uh, it is with globalists that want to destroy our sovereignty as a nation. You know, uh, Lincoln called us the last best hope of earth. He understood who we are. And there are a lot of people that, that they're waking up to this, like, this is it. Um, we're going to, we're going to go to a break uh, in hour two. We've got more with Kevin McCullough. I want to find out what is uh, what what comes next? OK, because tomorrow uh, obviously is New Hampshire. What is down the road? We'll be right back. We're talking to Kevin McCullough. Don't forget, folks, uh, ericmetaxas.com is my website to get these videos and much else. Ericmetaxas.com. dot <laughs> 